Well, we know it's been a tough, tough summer uh, for Alberta agriculture. It's been uh, dry, very dry drought-like conditions for much of the province, intense heat, uh, and it's affected pretty much every sector of the industry. Government making some services available, some programs available, calling on the feds to do the same. So let's get the details on exactly what is happening to support Alberta's agriculture industry. We have Devin Dreeshen joining us now, who is the Minister of Agriculture and Forestry. Minister, thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jay. I appreciate being on your show. So let's just take a look. What are you hearing? What is the situation like in the province right now? How bad have things gotten? Well, it's been deteriorating over the last month, pretty much all across the province. We're seeing about 20% of crops and pastures are in good shape, and it's just been deteriorating with, A, lack of moisture for the last six weeks, plus these extreme heat waves that we're seeing where it's plus 30 for five, six days straight. And for whatever moisture is in the ground is, is really drying up our, our crops and pastures pretty much all across the province. Are we at a point where it's it's too late to turn this around? I mean, we're getting pretty late into the season here. Is it kind of uh, we've got what we've got at this point? Yeah, pretty pretty much. We've actually have uh, we've hired more crop adjusters and pasture adjusters to go out to uh, to fields to be able to say that this crop is is pretty much written off. So let's let's turn it over to to livestock feed because if you try to harvest it or if you just wait more, it's just going to become less nutritious for for feed and just not profitable for for a farmer or for a rancher with their livestock. So. A lot of those decisions have already been made to date, but uh, we, we have 119 crop adjusters that are out doing assessments. There's been over uh, 1,000 assessments that have been done to really help those farmers in, in those bad situations be able to transition over to, to go directly into livestock feed. And it really is two different stories, right? When you're talking about crop producers, that's what they're looking for. We need, more ins- we need to make sure that our insurance is handled as quickly as possible, whereas when you talk about livestock producers, they're in a position where they straight up need government support, right? Yeah, so on the crop adjuster or with crop farmers, typically there's about 75% in the industry that actually have crop insurance. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at probably a billion dollar payout in our insurance indemnities where we actually cut crop insurance premiums early this year. So we actually saw about 400 additional farmers that actually took on crop insurance this year, 1,400 increased their coverage. So that'll be a big payout at, at the end of the season on, on crop insurance. But when it comes to our livestock industry, there's just there's a feed shortage. And something that we're seeing, a $195 a head U.S. feed subsidy, that's actually been draining what little feed we have here in the province down into the U.S., which is really uh, increasing the price of what little available feed is left. So it's really been a, a double whammy hit for, for our livestock industry. What uh, You're saying 195 ahead in the U.S. Where are we at in terms of what uh, Alberta and Canada are doing following the latest so, announcement? Yeah, so our latest announcement was uh, $200 per head, which works out to about $340 million, and we'll be under an agri-recovery program. And it's a long, long-standing program between provinces and the federal government. We actually initiated it for the, the cattle industry when JBS and Cargill, the two largest slaughter plants, shut down due to COVID, and there was a huge backlog in the, the feed system, so in the feedlot system. So we've initiated egg recovery in the past, and now we're calling on the federal government to initiate it for our livestock producers to, again, match that U.S. feed subsidy that we're seeing in Montana and other states. So we've committed as a province... 136 million, and we're calling on the federal government to to fund their share fully, which would be 204 million. Right, because it is a cost sharing program, and as you say, it's been in place for some time, right? So now that the province has put that money in, uh, it just stands to reason that the federal government will come along. Is that the thinking? Where are they at with their portion of that cost share? 
Well, that's what we keep pushing the federal government to to take this seriously, to understand that this is a, a very tough situation that farmers are going through, and they have to be able to compete with this U.S. subsidy. And also, the, with a looming federal election, there's a lot in the industry that are worried that if an election is called, that this will be put on a back burner, and it'll be many months before uh, we actually see this program in place. So we are we are pushing the federal government as hard as we can to make sure that they, they take this seriously and that they actually commit the funding that... Uh, that our livestock industry in Alberta and, and Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, and BC, uh, that, that all livestock producers in, out in the western part of the province are, are feeling this. Now, it's not just uh, financial aid that you're offering for ranchers in Alberta right now. There's also um, different options when it comes to feeding their herds, right? Yeah, we we actually the the barley we actually doubled their um, salvage acres from uh, seven to fourteen bushels per acre, so that's uh, it's a, called a doubled. We doubled the low yield threshold. So that essentially, if you have a crop adjuster going out into a field that typically wouldn't be pastured for for livestock, the adjuster would say, okay, we turn this over, talk to your, your ranchers to be able to turn this into feed for them. And if a rancher has to put up temporary fencing or whatever it would take to be able to put livestock into a field, that's something that early on we made that decision. So those that decision by a farmer could be made right away. And also opening up um, some pasture options, right? Public land is now going to be more available than typically it is? Yeah, we're we're working with uh, the Environment Parks Minister to open up uh, land out in the, the forest protected area, as well as into certain parks and public land out on the on the western side of the province. They a have typically got more rain, and a lot of these um, areas and even grazing leases that you typically have a, a finite number of days that they'd be able to be on there. We're extending that as well, so we're really trying to get as much nutrition for our livestock industry or as much feed as possible. So uh, we are working with other departments as well to make sure that we can help out our livestock industry. Uh, Minister, I always appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for your time today. Well, thank you, Shay. I really appreciate it. Thanks. That's uh, Devin Dreeshen, who is the Alberta Minister of Agriculture and Forestry, giving us a bit of a snapshot as to what's going on in our province right now. And uh, as you know, a uh, lot of rain uh, over the weekend in parts of the province, but you know, you get to a point where it's too little too late. And I think for a lot of producers in the province, we're, we're past that point now.